warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Please enjoy today's culture shocks. Uh, what can I say about today's music breaks? Well, to start you off, I don't know how else to say this, so Kenny, if you're listening, I love you, buddy, because I don't want to offend you. I thought this motherfucker was going to cry, like, the whole first part of the motherfucking show. Like, every time I spoke, he got choked up and had tears in his eyes, and, like, I thought he was going to cry. He didn't. And I thought he was, and we joke about it. But why not? Okay, let's lean into that. Let's get emotional, because that's what we did in the show. You know, we opened ourselves up. We talked about things that are sensitive to us and others. And I think we got and got really close as a fucking big old fat black guy and a little skinny white looking kid. That the white one's me, if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> so Kenny, if you're listening, please enjoy. I'm going to start us off with a rap song that may leaving you a little sad but hopefully a little sweet it's called sweet love by method man um it's a fucking phenomenal song and i think it'll put us in the mood i'll start the the next culture shock with the same vibe so please enjoy the first song sweet love babies please enjoy Oh, look at honey right there. Nah, I gotta, I gotta shoot one at this one. Excuse me, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Just maxing, looking for hoes, you know relaxing. Met this rep on Jasmine, Midtown Manhattan, shot a burn. I drank the nerves, calm words. Massage the mentals, made a pussycat purr. Sweet love, you look miraculous. Brown eyes, passionate. High cheekbone, Tommy girl cologne, you smashing it. Jump in, take a spin, destination statin. I have you home by 10, shorty started laughing. She replied, street, you ever ride while you drive? I look puzzled and said, nah, baby, why? Dressed up, grab my dick, do a dress up, cock the legs, go fuck my head up. Now I'm deep in it, flying past the speed limit, out of control, still whipping it, steadily hitting it, deep stroking. My hand on the wheel, blood smoking, loving how it feels, sweet love, you got me open. Love is love, love, love is love, love. Love is love, love, love is love, love We connected like a train from the first ordeal I stepped to it with the passion as I kept things real But like, sex was on my mind like, cum was in my pants I flashed my fronts on her like if I had a chance She said, ain't you Capadonna from the Wu-Tang Clan? I said, yeah, mad gear plus the small white man Sweet love, I want your pussy, can I be your man? Strip to the bed, since you let me fuck you if I can Sweet love, from your nipples to your pussy love Sweet love, love is love, love is love it's a full moon, we in the bedroom Thoughts consumed by the passion Slow jam tunes and body action My fingers on the clit splashing Your pussy lips got you spazzing Love juices, marinating in your satins Sexy ass, I guess I'm like my old dad I love my women bad With just a little touch of class Use the star by far, look at you mom Shake your thing thing girlfriend You Shay Shay LaFarge What up, with the beat it up I'm not the one to eat it up But the type to hit it raw dog and seat it up We talk with I'll say you nothing You told me if I came through you give me something Now we locking ass, pulling hands, talking trash 
how you like it, slow or fast? She said, I like it when it lasts. No doubt, you got the best trout there can be. Not an everyday average. Chicken of the seat, candidate for HIV. You rapper deal with monogamy. Queen of be hell, black mahogany. You're about to bust, damn it. Sugar walls coming down, now you can't stand it. You've been touched, that's when I felt the blood rush. Getting closer and closer with every thrust. Take me there, volcanoes about to erupt. I love you much. Watch these rap niggas get all up in your guts. also played that song because it talks about sex which is something me and kenny talk about two different complete perspectives but still we show you that friends can still talk about different things in different ways listen if anything i learned from this episode from kenny he taught me that it's fine to show your emotion it's fine to put your heart on your sleeve and i know i had a lot of people had told me that through my life but here was this stranger who i invited to my home and talk about weird things and he's still doing it why because he's he's living it he is living the the embodiment of be yourself and show your emotion so kenny if you're loving and if you're living loving and living uh i hope you're listening <laughs> and i hope you know that i mean you no harm by this next song because it's fine to show your emotions so i'm going to show you that the wu-tang clan can do the same so this is the obituary e-g-b-e-b-g-g um it's a beautiful song it talks about when you lose a friend and honest to god i think a lot of people need something like that so please enjoy a very nice rap song about losing a friend and why it's okay to show your emotions enjoy December 9th, 1974, Glenn Bruce. At times I sit and wonder if you really hear me. I remember November 22nd very clearly. I was 14, a man barely. Came out the same school as Mr. Daly. Now it's God's grace and Hail Mary. I'm tight Larry, saw a burner in the Bible near me. The night I wrote this on this paper had my eyes teary. So we celebrate your life yearly. The way we lost G was unfairly and weary. It's bugging me out right now. Just thinking about doing this two days from your birthday. We used to slap box on poor block and bop cause our skelly tops. You always gave Herbie props. Walking to the barber shop, knots in your sneaker box. I really love Ry lot. You flipped when they shot Charles. Told me for my first charge. F train, me and Tom held it down behind bars. You seen I had loyalty from that day we had a bond. Your legacy carry on. I still go and see your moms. Oh yeah, you a uncle now. Jeremiah talking now. You got a nephew now, baby. I can see you playing with him right now. Adrian and Mike miss you. Lisa was your big sister. Mom still got the pictures. Please tell the Lord, forgive us. Damn, it's gonna give me chills. It must have been God's will. But seeing you and my pops, both of y'all Rose Hill. Demons saying go kill. Angels saying go build. And open up the seal for the 12 tribes of Israel. I see your eyes every move. Watching over all your goons. I wrote this in my living room. Rest in peace, Glenn Grooms. November 22nd, 1991, 
obituary. It was Tuesday, August 21st, 1990. The day my life changed, can never put this moment behind me. 10 in the morning, he was making a sale on Paradise when he lost his life fresh out of jail. In 86, we bagged the first brick, we looked up the climb. When you caught that gun charge, we quoted lessons during phone time. My whole life flashed through your mind before you ascended. This one morning, why you ain't cracked the Second Amendment? Arms in the staircases, clutching our palms, saying a thug's prayer, walk with no fear to book of psalms. Right now I'm saluting the God while I'm standing at this podium with a black heart, eyes full of tears, tasting sodium. LP, you've been through a lot, but God is with you. And when I make it to heaven, I'm coming back to get you. The eulogy of Eric Bodrick of Rakeem. Hold me your place behind the gate, man. You and Supreme. Rest in peace, Miss Carol. Sergeant, he leaves them on the whole MPP. Little sis, Tootie, Erica, and my man LP. Last time I saw you, I tried to pull you out your casket, man. I smelled roses for seven days while I fasted, man. Wish I could have had them shells up your neck that went through you. Clip up, find a nigga who did it and send him to you. It was my worst day, my brother Rod, last Earth Day. We cremated him August 26th on his birthday. show no i, I want to do like a different voice every time like i do a redneck one a lot but i feel like i can't exert it maybe i'll do like a the disappointing radio dante and it's like that's not how you say show <laughs> um today i have an exam wish me luck it's later but when you hear this in the future uh it will be you know far past so i'll either pass or fail by that point so i guess you know Twist your fingers and suck a cock. In chair one is... Your boy, Big Kenny. And this is the show. The biggest. So now we can talk exactly like we were earlier. Um, I'm going to put my chain back on because I haven't put it on today. I usually have it on always, but sometimes it's hard to sleep in because if they feel... So, like, when I sleep, sometimes they get a little twisted and then I get a little oh, yeah. choked up. Especially with, especially with all your hair and shit. Now, if I was my girlfriend, she would be fine with it because she's like, choke me. But, like, I am not at that stage yet to where I'm like, yeah, gag me. <laughs> no, not yet. I don't know about you. I can't. I don't really fuck with all that. Mm, it's I don't fun like no bitches bitch choke to... me, bro. That's weird. No? That's weird to me, man. That's weird I like to, to me, man. <laughs> I, just like to be, I just like to be beaten cheeks. That's all. Do you have a preference for ladies? Uh, Types of ladies? Do you have a type? Because everybody gets a type. I mean, I guess you could say I'm more of an ass man. Okay. I'm an ass man. A wise man once told me butters a must, titties are a plus. So I'm about to change your philosophy. You ready? 
Uh, I'm about to make you a tip, man. Whether she has a big ass or small ass, I can still fuck an ass. But if she's sure. got little but I'm trying titties, to, I just want to see. I just want to see my shit clapping on that. But here's, but here's, the, but here's the other turnaround of the sentence, sir. Is that <laughs> it's like a debate? It's like, well, hold on. Here, the House representative <laughs> on how he, to fuck. Yeah, this he's bitch. like, here's the thing. Even if titties are small, they still will always have nipples, and you can always suck up on some nips, and that's fine. That's what I'm. T- that's what I'm. But saying. if she's got a small ass, it's still not. I can't really do a lot with it. But even if titties are small, they're still functional. Oh, so I'm yeah. saying like ass is at a disadvantage if it's small, but titties are always functional. Even if they're F's to A's. You know what I mean? A-F's. Big ass tits. Big ass tits. <laughs> but that's funny. I, I didn't even mean it like that. It just meant like, do you have like a favorite? Because people think it's racist to say this, but it's absolutely not. You're allowed to like have a preference of like who you like to fuck. You know uh, what I mean? Like uh, race-wise and like everything else. Uh, not, it's, the two sentences are extremely different from A, I don't like to be in a room with black people, or B, I don't like to fuck black guys. One is extremely racist, which is A, which is I don't like to be in a room with black guys. But then B, I just don't like to fuck black dudes. I don't think that's really racist. Are you fucking black dudes? No. I'm just giving you an example from a woman's perspective. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I was about to lose it. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? No, I'm not Phil. I'm not gonna try to grab your dick. He literally grabbed Zach's dick when he was on the show. I don't know if you listened back to his episode, but I was like, God damn it, Phil. And then Zach grabbed his dick, and I was like, can we stop getting gay in here? It's getting extremely homosexual. <laughs> extremely homosexual in there. I get it, but I'm like... But on the pre- back, on the, back on the topic about, about the, the preference of women, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because you can't help it who your dick gets hard to. Good. Some people are, like are more attracted to white people or black people or, or Latins uh, or I mean, I Chinese like, people or like what you know. I mean, low key, low key, I, I was low key. I'm like, in, I'm like into white bitches. You feel me? Okay. I, I really mean, thought you were about to say low key. I'm gonna smash an Asian. No, <laughs> I mean, there's been some cute ass black girls I've seen. You feel me? Like, yeah, I would definitely pipe for. Pipe I love Abby. Sure. She knows this, and I make a joke about this all the time. I'm like, Abby, I love you. She goes, okay. Like, you know, you're the one for me. She goes, okay. And I'm like, and you know, you're white. She goes, okay. And I'm like, but black girls? And she's like, stop it. (laughs) Like, you just, you just take her on like the the checklist. You're fine. Okay. Uh Yes. Uh Uh-huh. This. I'm going to say something to piss you off. Go. Right. (laughs) Do you, um, do you have any girlfriends? Oh, no. I don't know why I said plural. Like, you could have multiple yeah, uh, your boy definitely ain't got no bitches at the moment. My sister, my older sister, she's, not my younger sister, she's a boyfriend. <laughs> my older sister, she is single, and she was like, you know, it's just fun to, like, be yourself and kind of, like, not fuck around. But if you want to do that, you can, because you have yeah. that option when you're single. And just, like, go option. on different dates with different people. My because thing. it gives you a really early access to the world's, like, walks of life like every mm-hmm. everybody's different so like you know what i mean yeah my thing my thing is really like i'm just trying to do me i think the best way to get over it is that you gotta do you you know yeah i mean i i mean like i say you can't talk to any girls i'm not like really trying to rush it into yeah even if it's just like a friends for benefits type shit like i'm gonna end up catching feelings eventually bro like there's no way do you think that happens with sex 
Uh, it just depends. Or on at that. least for you personally, because I think a I lot think of times it just depends. I just it depends on the people. I just honestly, I really think it applies to everybody. Like right. There's no way. There's no way a girl's just gonna let you keep fucking her and she don't got feelings for you. Like what? Yeah, I kind of get that. Like that's ridiculous. That's it's crazy. You can't. There's no way. There's no way. Well, I think it just depends. Yeah. Because sadly, I think not all friends of benefits end up catching feelings from both sides. Just because it depends on where the person is and like. I mean, this is. Well, I mean, you gotta think about it. Sex in itself is a, is like kind of like it's a big it's a big deal, dog. Like yeah. you're sharing your body with somebody, right? You're getting aroused, like you're in like a euphoric state. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there, pretty putting yourself out, pretty putting yourself out exposed. there. You guys are pleasuring each other, bro. How would why would you not have feelings for someone that pleasures you? Like what, like? That's a good, that's a good mentality. That's so, what... The only reason I say what, is because I know there's, like, communities of, like, people who swing and, like, who are open and do, like, shit like that. Yeah, but and you gotta think age, about it. Those people, those people that are, that are open to all that, bro, they... <clears throat> it's just because, bro, they're... Ah, fuck, I'm... The, yeah, I'm fucked up, big dog. Yeah, they got me fucked up. I can't even form sentences. I fucking right love now, it. Dog. Oh, no, like, this is good. Um, no, I totally get it. Like, a lot of people hold sex to a very, like, specific standard. I think everybody I mean, holds sex with... to different standards. Okay. So some people are, like, more open with it at a young age and less selective because sex is a different thing to them. I mean, my thing is... Like, let me ask you this. Are you religious? That's what I was, that's what I was getting ready to get to. Like, I grew up... I, I was brought up through the church as a kid. You okay. Know? So I... It was always instilled that like sex is like a it's very this sacred like, ass. It's a sacred. It's like it's a pretty big deal. It's like like top priority. Like can't like, fuck around. You on can't it. you can't fuck around on it. Like it has to be with someone you love, bro. Okay. Like it's yeah. meant for it's meant for a husband and wife. So I grew up Methodist back in my hometown, mm. and that was kind of the message always. Like you know, no sex before marriage. Uh huh. Love them, do that, like, yeah, that's the years together. Deal. And then I kind of came here to college, and it was probably my first year. That probably broke the barriers for, like, all right, I don't really want to be religious anymore because I don't really have to. Because now I don't have to wake up on a Sunday against my will. And they'd be like, get the fuck out, we're going to church. And it's like, oh, uh, Christ. I definitely felt like I lost my way after high school. But I don't know if I would consider that losing your way. I would argue. I mean, I'll still, I'll still I would argue. Hold on. I would argue you're finding yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm so, like, I go to Buddha church and, like, meditate because yeah. I'm like, this is different because it's an option. And I don't think there's any harm in, like, exploring options of life just because, like, at the end of the day, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Like, I, I'm not sure to be that dude, but, like, I don't think anybody has, like, any finite, concrete answer for what the fuck's supposed to happen. So I think as long as you're a nice guy, the best will happen. And if you're not, the worst will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think everybody thinks that. So I, th- I really don't I, I, I ain't even tripping, dog. <laughs> the reason I say it is because, like, you know, a lot of people are not afraid to, like, how do I say this without sounding gross? Be a cum dumpster? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. They it's... don't mind, like, you know, going from person to person. And, like, 
I kind of respect that because as an introverted person who's kind of quiet and to himself a lot. You, you want that attention. Yes, but well, I, it, also, it also baffles it, me but you, but how somebody want. has that ability to, to do that. To do this. To meet somebody totally new verbally and visually in not a long time convince them to fuck you which is a hard feat do so have a great time she leave you leave depart now you do the whole thing again with somebody new that's a hard fucking skill I don't know if that's a skill people become good at or just it happens. A lot of people do it because they've been hurt before in relationships and now their whole well, idea, Some people are just their like, whole, also like their to whole come. Mind, their, <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta hear me out. You gotta right. hear me out. To even get to that point, like everyone, everyone falls in love, bro. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. And sometimes when love doesn't quite work out for you your whole your whole your whole vision of love is distorted because of how you experienced it and how it let you down how you were hurt yeah because you had this expectation so now so the people like the people that do that like get like fuck around a lot like when they're single yeah it's because they're hurt and they're looking they're looking for that attention they're looking for something to fill the void with yeah what if Banging is potentially a good filter tool for finding your soulmate. Because here's what I argue. And this is where this didn't make sense to me as a kid when I would go to church with my mom and dad. Just because, like, I never understood the whole, you should not bang somebody until you've lived with them for an extremely long time, married, and then after. That's a long time to wait. And here was the joke I always told my dad. I was like, what if they're bad? That I mean, I'm, I hate to say it, but that's what wrecks marriages. People wait a long time, they fuck, and it's not good, and they find out they don't actually click like that because they never took the time. They built it out to be some big thing, and it didn't deliver the ideology they wanted, and it disappointed them, and they live with that forever. My argument is, say, when you really do think, I fuck with this person a lot, fuck them. And if your parts match, that's another part. Yeah. Your heart, your hearts have to match. Your minds have to match. You have and to, your dick and genitals have to match, or your vagina. I mean, or a lot two of dicks. People, a lot of people. It don't matter have, to me. A lot of people. I think what I think is a lot of why a lot of people wait that long, are like, like you said, they either wait till marriage, wait till they. I think it's a lot of fear. Them. I think it's fear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to. You have to. It takes a long time to really build trust with somebody. I mean, for me. Yeah. For, it doesn't take that long to build trust with me, Be, unless like my main thing is we we gotta we gotta have gone through some shit together, dog. Like we 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 we've had we, like if me and you to to get my trust, me and you would have to been through some shit. Like yeah. got into some fuck shit, fuckery. Some fuck got into like got into to some fuck shit. Some tomfoolery is afoot. Some. Whoa. <laughs> it's a funny word, right? Bro, that was a funny ass word. I had to pause. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason I bring it up is because I like arguing sex with somebody who's religious. Not really arguing, just talking, like, casually. Because I'm this kind of person that it doesn't matter that if our religions or whatever, whatever is different. Because, like, I think I can just talk to anybody. Uh-huh. And I think it's interesting to hear your philosophies of sex. 
because a lot of people have different philosophies. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool that everybody can have these differences. But then I don't like it when people go on, on fucking public sidewalks and they yell at you. for you Because you're right. You have no idea why people are doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. I've been through some pretty bad heartbreaks. But now I'm, I'd say I'm a little more open to the world. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what happens. Maybe you get beat uh-huh. up a little bit internally when you give yourself I mean, to you- somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to, like, when you're in a relationship, bro, you give, you give a whole lot, like, you, like, you, you really get to know someone, bro. Yeah. And you have a lot of trust in them. And, I mean, at least for me, it's like, at least for me, it's, I'm, it doesn't take that much for me to open up to somebody. Mm -hmm. But for somebody, for somebody else, like, it's a. Let me ask you it this. Do you like a more girlier trust. girl or do you like a tomboyish girl? Not like a country, unless you like country, but I mean more like a girl that you consider like one of the bros. Like she's fine, but she like, she does guy shit. She doesn't really. I like a, I like you know a, ha- I, mean? I like a happy medium. Okay. I feel, I mean, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out my type, to be honest, mm-hmm. but at least in like. Because that's important too. You yeah. should figure out what you want. Yeah, I, at least recently, I, I kind of like a little bit of both. Okay. Because like, I, I feel like you need somebody that you can also pal around with. Like, just Always, yeah, besides with. bang. Because if you only really connect during sex, that's not good. You need to connect always. When you're watching uh, bullshit, when you're doing whatever, when you're cooking together, going to do bullshit together, it's always good because yeah, that part is kind of... Like, she's like literally... I was kind of, I was kind of like in a toxic, like a, a low key ass, like toxic, like what, friends I, with benefits, like relationship. So I hear, first of all, that's fine because I've been in friends with because benefits it's way it's, in the past. Because, because I, because me and her, we met, I met her through a mutual friend and okay, instantly like I took her out on a date and so, next day, next day she pulled that one to fuck and. All we would do, I would probably fuck her, like, every day of the week. Like, she'd, <laughs> pull, she'd pull up, like, at 2 in the morning if I hit her up. Like, hey, my dick is hard. Like. That's funny. She would pull pull up in an instant. <laughs> Taco Bell and all. We barely said, we probably said barely five sentences to each other, and we just got straight to fucking. Right to it. I, um, I ask, before you continue your story of why it was toxic, why I, I hear that tossed around so many people say like oh I was in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. what makes it because obviously you were in it at some point like from the beginning and you're like this is a good idea at what point does it all of a sudden when does the milk rot and become toxic what happened when does that flip I think, happen I just think I don't know, in my opinion it's it would be like because why do you think it's toxic I just feel like if you argue. If you get in a lot of arguments... Do you? you uh, Did you? We didn't really get in a whole lot of arguments. She just really wanted to be in a relationship and... Like, she she caught feelings, basically. See, that's random to me because I think a lot of times the guy catches feelings first. No, she caught feelings real quick because she wanted to... She really wanted to be in a relationship with me and... I was just kind of like... I don't know if I want to be in a relationship yet. Like, I, it kind of, I was kind of scared too at the time because I just got a relationship out of, like, my senior year of high school. 
It's hard to give yourself somebody else. First, and you're like, I don't know my, if I want my, my relationship. It was my first, it was my first girl, because I mean, I wouldn't really... Yeah. Like, it, like exactly, you don't want it to be your first. Back in high school, I was trying to play ball at a Let me ask you somewhere. this. In between the bangings, would you pal and talk? and like, Because you said five <laughs> sentences, but I'm like, okay. I mean... Would she hang out after? Would she leave? Because if not, that's no... Most of, most, of the t- most of the time, she left. Sometimes we hung out. Sometimes we go get food and shit. But okay, but like I just I just knew I was. If you personally out. knew, you were like I don't I, just, I can't see her as a. I mean um, I was kind. I was kind of just. I knew I was fucking up because I was just only using her for sex. That's fine. I, cause I because was, you know, people just, people just are allowed to young horny people are allowed to get kid, off. Like, they are going through this. They need to figure out. All right, bang somebody for a while. How do you like that? Switch to somebody completely different. That's what I say. Don't go for like the same kind of girl all the time. I'd say open yourself up to a lot of different females if you're like, obviously we're both straight. So mm-hmm. like, obviously that's what we're going for. But I'm saying like, if you're a dude or you're a chick, sorry, um, the dudes you're going to, you should go for a lot of different guys. You shouldn't go for the jock, 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 jock. You should go for a jock, oh, yeah. a nerd. You should go for a fucking, you know, weird dude. You should go for a fucking quiet guy. You know, you should try every walk of life. Because I, I think everybody doesn't know what they really do enjoy until they get it. But then, I mean, things can disappoint you later in life. But I think if you really do love somebody, like, it's there forever. But when it doesn't work out, it almost relieves people. Just because they're like, oh, like I know. Like, even though it was a good time, I'm not going to waste any more time. Because yeah. I know it's not a, it's a, it's a dead end. That's what I'm. That's I. But that's okay. <clears throat> when you find a dead end, you can finally say like, "All right, mm-hmm. I hit the end of the wall. Write a note, sh- stick it, turn around, try a different hall." Yeah, I. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Understand that. Like I, I tried breaking off the relationship so many times. It's hard. And then. But then, like, she kept on wanting to be back and swore she, we were just only going to be fuck buddies and shit. And then she'd catch feelings again. I'm just like, <laughs> make I told up your you. Mind. I'm like, I'm trying to go. Yeah. Like, I kind of get that. But, I don't know. Like, people have a right to themselves. And they have yeah. a right to say, hey, I'm sorry, I just don't want to do this. Or, hey, I do. Or, hey, I'm. this is why I'm... Like, I have a friend, he told his one co-worker that's trying to bang him... He was like, hey, straight up, like, I'm only trying to fuck if we fuck, but, like, I'm absolutely under no radar trying to catch feelings. I'm not ready for that, and, like, I'm just kind of waiting and figuring myself out, and you have to respect that, because if it changes in the future, you can update them, I guess, but, like, you heard their direct message. They gave you a set of rules, and if you don't want to give a shit about them, then maybe don't fucking fuck with that bad. person. Ooh. And that's an easy oh, out, yeah. I think. You can just tell the girl, like, hey, I just told you straight up, like, I was not trying to catch feelings. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, so obviously we fuck, and I'm attracted to you, because my dick's hard. But, like, I'm just, I'm not really kicking it like that, and I'm also not trying to put myself on a table like that. Because you just, obviously you just went through some shit, transitioning from wherever to here, you know, probably breaking ties with a lot of things, and, like, that's hard. But, like, sex is a healing tool. It can make people feel fine, and then for at least a couple minutes of bliss, you're stuck in a euphoric, like, state. You said a couple minutes of bliss. I'm weak. Well, I guess hours if you're really fucking numb to it. Hey, are you? He said, ow, well, hold on. <laughs> we got... 
What kind of TV shows do you watch, my dog? I watch everything. I watch Samurai Jack. I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I love Squid Billies. Okay. We, were, we were watching that uh, before we started the show today in yep. America. Um, I like a lot of comedies. Why? What do you watch? I like uh, anime, too. I like, I like a lot of... I like a lot of, like... What do you watch? Like, okay, so you. Go I mean, home. I really don't. I really don't watch a whole lot of TV aside. Well, it doesn't from, have to be TV. What, like, entertainment wise? When I, you go I watch home, a lot of you. I watch YouTube. a lot of YouTube, bro. Wow, Phil said that same thing to me. He's like, I just watch is, a lot of YouTube videos, and I'm like, really? YouTube is undefeated, bro. Especially when, especially when you're, when you're fucked up, bro. It's just a certain taste and flavor to such a, you know, it's a. User created content based community. Yes, because there's a wide So that hits different when you're like, every single thing on here was made by somebody that. Because I watch, I watch, you know, I watch like gaming. Us. I watch everything. I watch gaming videos. Like, what's your favorite game, game video? Ga- game documentaries. Um, right now I've been on a big GTA Five video wave. Okay. But like for the longest, I was like a big like I'm. To this day, I'm still a big NBA 2K guy. I can't. I'm so bad at sports games, let alone watching them. Like 2K? Like, those are so not my specialty. I, grew, See, I like a lot of fighting games. Yeah, I grew up playing a bunch, a lot of sports games just because I had cousins and we all played. Right. Whether it was whether it was 2K, Madden, NBA Live, NHL. Like, I grew up playing a lot of God of War and Mortal Kombat. I played. I, I had Mortal Kombat. I don't have the new one, but I played all the other ones. And then I. They were good. Uh, I did. I used to be in. I used to be like heavy in Call of Duty, but like I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. I liked Modern Warfare Two, but like yeah, I'm not gonna get Modern Warfare Two is undefeated. That's like everyone had that. that was, yeah. Well, because like, like all my if older you didn't brothers, have that, you truly didn't. Experience so the, the reason I would play, I never bought it myself, but when all my older brothers would go, like. They'd play like whatever team out of fucking state. They'd have to go on the road, and I would always ask Didi or whoever. I'm like, hey, can I play your PlayStation? Like, yeah. yeah. So I would always just play like JC or Didi's like Modern Warfare Two account because they would always have it, or like they would always they would have the best games on PlayStation. And honestly, to this day, I have to I have really do have to thank like Lucio, JC, and probably Didi, yeah, for all the coolest games I've ever played because they always had like. Bioshock, God, he had every single God of War, which is fucking amazing. Oh, um, that's insane. That's why my tattoo is the new God of War logo, and that's why, like, the logo of the show is my tattoo. Have you ever seen it? Have I shown it to you? No, let's see. Do you want to see my tattoo? Here. For all of you at home, I'm now lifting my shirt and presenting to him the red ring of this logo. Oh, of that's tough. Fucking show. That's tough. Yeah, isn't it? I, th- I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, I was like, what's the logo? It's the world serpent with a circle of runes for protection. That's what it is in like, that's like yeah. the mythology. I kind of figured it was like... I, I but it's the Omega it symbol. It's the new one because it was always the horseshoe. And I was like, they came with this new design. I was like, damn, my... Fucking love that. Jig. <laughs> what do you like to watch? I love Samurai Jack, especially. I like watching. I like watching a lot of comedy. Like I love comedy. Like I love, I love Dave stand Chappelle. up. I love Dave Chappelle. Oh, so don't much. even start me on Dave Chappelle. You'll get me. You'll get my dick hard. All right. <laughs> but, but his, his, He's a god. I don't bro, know what his, more I have to his say. His sketch comedies were undefeated, bro. Dude, yeah. his stand ups when he was young. 
his fucking Chappelle show. All of them. But have you seen the new the new Dave Chappelle? The three, the, the Sticks the and Stones, the fucking... The most recent one like he did on Netflix. That Sticks and Stones is the most recent one, but I think he has three or four now on it. And all of them are fucking amazing. Yeah, Netflix got him a fat ass check. Yeah, we talked like about a, some of like the jokes on it. It was like a two hundred million dollar check for like four like series. I would poop forever if <laughs> they were like, "Hey, we'll give you multi million dollars to do four stand ups." And it's like, "Bitch, I will have them done by next week." <laughs> but, like I just have a lot of jokes and I write a lot of material and I think I could go for a long time. Honestly, and I think it, like, if I, I was if I was Netflix, I would give. I would give Dave Chappelle. I would ask. I would request for the Dave Chappelle show to be on Netflix. We will cut you. That would be fucking awesome if they put the Chappelle show. But you know who I think is gonna get it secretly? Hulu, because they're just getting all these better bro, shows. Hulu's they have Always the Sunny. Shit, Dude, Hulu's popping the fuck off. So I'm like, Netflix, you're kind of fucking up. Bro, Netflix they're focusing, has been, they're Netflix focusing has too been much lacking. on movies. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Netflix is lacking, bro. But not until not until this Wednesday when my show on my block season three comes out. <laughs> they do have some shows I like on Netflix. That like, shit. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever wa- have you ever watched on my block? No. It's about these like four kids that like live in like South Los Angeles, and like one of their friends, one of their best friends, is involved in the gang. Okay. So like he has he's in the gang because his brother his older brother is and his older brother was in jail so. At the time, so he ended up going, joining the gang to honor his brother. Right. Brother comes back. Brother comes back and is, like, kind of getting them through. Like, this is when the shit starts ramping up. And his friends are, like, all trying to stray him into the right path. Right. This It's a good-ass show. It's a good-ass show. I fuck with it. It's, like, there's a whole lot of, like, side stories. Side stories that are continuously going on throughout the series. Yeah. It's It keeps... It I kind of like it, that. It keeps it, it interesting. Yeah, it, it keeps the ball rolling. Keeps, See, that's why I like Always Sunny, because it's like long-ass character development of these really mm-hmm. terrible characters, and they have side stories that keep it going also. Like, Ricky Cricket, which was like, the first time you meet him, he's a preacher, totally legit, like, man of God. Then they fucking get him to quit him to church. Then they won't let him back in. They, then they get him homeless. Like, and they don't really remember doing any of it, so it's so fucking funny that they just don't really, like, ever fess up or apologize or whatever. And, like, because no show does that. I watched the... Uh, no the show all, is so the fucking only, vile. The only episode I've ever seen from Always Sunny was the basketball game episode. Holy shit, that is a... basketball game. Dude, when Charlie fucking punches the ball. I was watching when that when I little got kid my, goes up. I literally peed a little bit. I was like, oh my god. No, the kid with the ball. fucking nail in his. The big nail ass boots boot. and then he just didn't bring, like, he was like, are those flip flops? He goes, yeah. He goes, terrible. Take a lap. And then he comes back, he goes, what's this? He goes, I don't know. And he goes, is that diet? He goes, yeah. He goes, do I look like I need to be on a diet? Do I need diet soda? I don't know. Terrible. Take a lap. He's just running a fucking lap and flip flops like again, but now he's holding a fucking can of soda. Are you, are you a big YouTube guy? Um, I watch stuff on YouTube for updates on the world things that I like to do. So like, I'll watch videos on products I want to buy, or I'll watch it on like because I play a lot of Jump Force mm-hmm. on Steam. So like, I watch a lot of Jump Force videos just to see like when the new DLC characters are coming out and like you know, what the fuck ever, and, like, just stuff, like, that I 
I need oh, like for like Pokemon how tos like if, I, if I really am struggling like I just complete the Pokedex but like okay. when I was really struggling on a field I'm like fuck I'm just gonna YouTube like how to fucking what's the catch rate for this fucking it. bullshit because it's it's so good you, to know so no. you gotta so, so you gotta what I what I should have asked is what kind of shit you like watching on YouTube yeah because because I I watch a wider variety of shit My but I also listen to a lot of music on YouTube because they have the too. really like, old music videos that I care about like. My favorite one that they still have is like, oh, I love Tom Petty's music video he did for You Don't Know How It Feels. Because it starts with him like just in a room and like the little thing that he's on that you never see just rotates and like the background's just always changing and it just keeps getting different. And then like he's singing the song and it's fucking good. But then like at some point, like without missing a beat, the song keeps going. Like a woman shoves him out and like keeps singing the song on one of the lyrics. And it's just like, like, it's him singing it in the song, his but voice, you know but she's always... mouthing it. But it's a very sexual line, and I'm like, holy shit, you would have never known that, or guessed that, or, like, felt what he felt in that moment if trip... he didn't do that. I'm gonna tell you who Loki had a trippy-ass music video. Michael Jackson's Black or White. Dude, no. Michael Jackson's Beat It? Or yeah. Michael Art, Jackson's I'm... Billie Jean? Because Billy when Billy Jean, Jean when he's going down the street, literally every single fucking object he touches in the city lights up. This the sidewalk squares lights up. He touches the fucking car, illuminates. Like that's a crazy sentence. I got I got a music video to show you on here. What's your favorite music video of all time? We'll watch it between the break because I don't want to fucking get copyright. But we did hit the first time mark. I can't believe I actually looked over in time. Um, so we'll we'll do my culture shocks at some point. All you gotta do is say we which is the music the breaks. I do music breaks. So I usually do mostly gangster rap, but I try I to do some like older rock Michael, that I like. I'm telling you, Michael, my favorite Michael Jackson one at least. What's is, your favorite Michael Jackson song? Uh, to be honest, Man in the Mirror. Really. Um, uh, man in the mirror. Oh. Ooh, my goodness, bro. So there were so my many Mike... bangers on here. Yeah, he's, he's oh looking at my, my Michael Jackson goodness. vinyl. I was like, hey, guess what? Bro, Billy me... Jean? Yeah, so like, look at this. Nature, look at this. Thriller so this, was an all-time So this is banger. the cover. And then when you open it, I don't want the vinyl to fall out. It's him with a fucking tiger. That's it's insane, him laying with a baby tiger. Bro. Isn't that fucking Michael insane? Jackson, bro, he was really the goat, bro. He was. He was. The, he's the goat. Bang kids or not, he, he had some good music. <laughs> you know what I mean? I fucking I love Michael Jackson, but I really like all the stuff that Weird Al Yankovic has parodied for Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And here's why I like Michael Jackson a little more. Not that I like Michael Jackson more than Prince, although Prince. Prince was just a god. But, like, I, I think Prince got where he was because he was weird. So I'm not going to fucking yeah, like, he, bash he, him he for being weird. Nails, here's why. Weird Al Yankovic, fun fact, he does not have to ask permission to parody any song anybody's ever done. Okay? No legal repercussion. Because under the parody clause of, like, whatever, you can fucking do whatever you want. And he really, like, he does not in any shape or form have to ask the musicians, like, he never had to ask Michael Jackson to do Just Eat It. Just be careful my vinyl, but you can look at it. They're fucking crazy. Um, so I fucking, yeah, I know, right? 36 Chambers? Yeah, I was saying clan. But hold on, I digress. Michael Jackson, uh, he, like, but, so, <laughs> I keep rambling off. 
Weird Al does not have to ask permission to parody songs, but he still does. And he refuses to do a song unless he gets the permission of that person. Which is like a really nice thing to think about. Okay? Oh, yeah. So that means Weird Al, every song he's ever parodied, he had to contact that original artist. So mm-hmm. he had to contact Michael Jackson and be like, can I do Eat It from Beat It? And he was yeah, like, Michael's yeah. just so chill. And he was it. like, yeah, man, do whatever. I guess just do what I can't see. I mean, if you do the black vest, I'm just saying baby powder will help you go on and help me. And it's like, <laughs> thanks, Michael Jackson. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> but I remember, I remember growing up. Everyone had a funny ass. Every comedian had a funny ass. Funny Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson joke. Just like the. I think everyone. the days of impressions are a little behind us. But those who of us who still master the craft and keep it is like it's a nice little tool we throw out. Right, when people aren't expecting it. They're like, like, oh, yeah, I've heard, yeah, like, heard of Michael Jackson bit in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> bro, like that's bro. Let's go go down as like a pop cult like. A top pop culture like moment. Yeah, we're all the time in comedy where everyone had a good Michael Jackson. (laughs) Just because Michael Jackson's voice is so funny, bro. That's a funny observation. That's a funny observation. Yeah, people did used to do that a lot. Even as kids, even Dave Chappelle, I think, did one. He was like, you know, you know, Dave. uh, I I don't want to alarm you. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, I just like when he says Dave. Cause like Dave, I mean, I can't not think of either calling him like Dave Chappelle or like Mr. Chappelle. I mean, I could never just casually say, "Hey, Dave." <laughs> like, I'm not, I can't imagine being that formal with but, a literal titan for humor. Like he's so fucking uh, out of this world funny. Like he has the. I mean, I, my one of my friends he valet drives downtown in Dayton and says. That Dave Chappelle goes to this, goes to this. He goes to this restaurant near Oregon District. He goes to the same diner, I guess, in the Mill Springs a lot. But like, I would. But never he like tips. Him. He tips like a hundred dollars every time. It's like nicest dude possible. I'd be, be on the snap. I literally just. Shit. I literally just want to one time sit down and say, Mister Chappelle, I'm not trying to bug you. I'm just trying to say, a, I may or may not have a funny smelling cigarette for us to share. I'd love to pick your brain, and I'd love to just tell you this. You as a black dude, when I was getting home every single day from school, were my fucking hero for comedy. Because I would turn on Comedy Central, I'd see the last six minutes... This is a true story. And I'd tell them this. this is la- I'd see the last six minutes of Crank Yankers, then I would see like a little bit of stand-up they would put of yours before the Chappelle show, then I'd watch all the Chappelle show. And honestly, like, I know, Bro, you, I know you had to walk away, it. but like, I'm so glad you did that. And I want to thank you so much for having the balls to do a lot of shit on TV no one else did. And your affiliation with the Wu-Tang Clan makes my dick rock hard. But we're not going to spiral down that hole. And I just need to let you know, as a black male, you were this white kid's hero. And I think that's important. Because I'm also going to be a comedian. And then I will walk away unless he's like, wait, protege. And it's like, oh! oh." (laughs) I just come right there on the street and he's like, never mind. Keep going. And it's like, okay. Really right, What's your favorite Dave Chappelle skit? Um, fuck me. It's one that I, I he was in one. and he did, but he didn't present because it was during the third season when he didn't host it, but they let well, Eddie Murphy's Wayne, brother host it with, what's his name? I can't remember, like, down. Oh, uh, Wayne Brady? No. Did no. Wayne Brady host it? He hosted yeah, he it did. sometimes, but not always. They they rotated. But that was like hosts. the, that was like the Yeah, there was like three to two to maybe four-ish a rare fourth that would host it. You're right, but they did rotate. I did notice that. Um, but yeah, so 
he was in it. So Dave Chappelle's in the sketch, but he didn't present it. But oh my fucking god, is it so funny? So they always do the player haters ball mm-hmm. and like the pimp ball and like all that shit. And like, oh my god, dude! When the one this is the sketch where they finally like come in and they're like, with all of our pimping money. We have invented a time machine. And then they fucking rip it off. And he's like, with this, we will go back to slaving times and beat all those white crackers for beating our fellow brothers. <laughs> you sound like Dave. You sound like Dave. And they get in the fucking time machine and they go back in time. Because I heard it so many times. I watched it a million times. I did the impressions. And they get back and he's like, and they get there. They're wearing all the pimp shit and a white dude with a, with a whip It's like, what are you doing, you N-words? Get back in your fucking... <laughs> and he's like, I've traveled 3,000 years in time to call you a cracker. <laughs> I'm geeking. Bro, it's gonna be the funniest And then he's like, get back in line. He goes to whip and he shoots him. And then he gives the gun to the black dude. He goes, with this, you will rule these white honkies. <laughs> I fucking love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, my favorite one is the Clayton Bigsby. That's a rough sketch. You can actually say all the jokes being a big-ass black male. I didn't even really <coughs> introduce you. Um, this is the funniness of the show. It's just like, is it well, an interview? Right. Or is it just funny talking? It's just funny talking, brother. Dave Chappelle. That, that episode just call you a cracker. I mean, I practiced said, that a million but times. I practiced the fucking Clayton Bigsby <laughs> shit. No! I'm telling you, we don't like Jews. Niggers, Jews. Oh, my God. Homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, all kinds of chinks. Stink. And I hate them. I hate, hate, hate them. And he's a white nose, dude. White nose, breathing all the white man's air. I think they're the best dancers. Here's why it was the best show in the world. fried chicken. It had the fucking balls to include a white narrator almost exactly like the Boondock style did. And that's where I honestly think the Boondocks low-key like adapted that from when they went from a comic strip to a television show. Because mm-hmm. they used to be just in the newspaper. Um, but as I digress down that rabbit hole of black culture, um, <laughs> uh, the fucking, at the end of it, when he's like, after discovering he was a... Because the whole bit is that yeah. he's a racist, blind Man, person That who doesn't is black. know he's black. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know he's black, and nobody tells him because he's, like, <coughs> the head of a clan, but nobody's, like, seen his face because he's always behind the white hood. Then one day takes it off, everybody hates him, and then he divorces his wife, and the white dude comes on. In a he said, why? After 19 years of marriage... He she said, found out that she was a man. N-word lover. I can't ever yeah. say it, but, like, oh, my God, the Fucking balls on them. Was that before censorship? Bro, that was on straight TV. Like, what the fuck? I heard it. I was like, (coughs) what? I mean, I remember (coughs) I I pissed myself. One of the better sketches, though, is the race ball they do. Oh, the racial draft? Dude, the racial draft where they fucking go up and, like, the Chinese draft, the Wu Tang Clan. Oh my God! And it was like, we are. We're very much appreciated to be counted. As what you consider Chinese. We've loved the arts. And like they go on. Then the fucking whites come oh, up. And out of nowhere. The whites fucking request. Uh, oh no I'm sorry. Not the whites. The funny. Well the whites do do a funny pick. But I don't want to spoil it. But the fucking blacks come up. And they're like. We the black race draft Tiger Woods. And they're like. 
very strange pick. Tiger Woods already being a black man, and then he just comes up, and it's Dave, and he goes, like, I always wanted to you say know, this. I've always wanted to say this, but, you know, goodbye fried rice, hello fried chicken. And I'm like, For what? shizzle. For shizzle. Yeah, he fucking drops one, and he leaves, and I'm like, that's, oh, fuck. Like, we the Jews pick, I don't even remember who the Jews picked. It's a fun. I think fun. it was Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lenny Kravitz being dead for years, but we just wanted to make it clear. <laughs> I guess that's a funny fucking pick. <laughs> the Jews coming in with a weird left field, as always. I had, I did a Jewish interview the uh, a little while ago. It was with a comedian songwriter Ben Pernick, and he was in New York when we did it, and we Facetimed, and we were just talking about. He said "kike" like a million times that show, and it was so fucking funny because he was just telling me like where it came from. He's like, "It's come from a German word named Keikel. And I'm like, oh, that's a weird fact. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just you... want to go to Germany sucking. What, what about Germany? A lot of people are saying that recently. It's like, I want to go to Germany. It's like, what? what? What's so cool about Germany? I just want to try a bratwurst. You could get that here, buddy. You yeah, but I want it authentic. Millions of miles. I want it authentic. They do, sell, do you know what the smallest unit of beer there is? A liter. They just big ass cups of beer. They're just all about it. But, like, they drink beer warm there a lot. Which is different. But I think if it's brewed well, I, I don't imagine that being bad. I mean, I'd like to go to Germany. Um, I just talked to my f- friend Dave recently. God, imagine it was Dave Chappelle. It was fucking funny. Um, it's the white-ass old Dave. And he was like, yeah, I used to, you know, I was in Germany for a long time when I was in the Air Force. And I'm like, oh. And he was like, yeah, man, like, we did some crazy shit in Germany. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And it was like, well... Back in the 60s, like, you know, acid wasn't illegal, especially in Germany. And I was like, okay. He goes, so we just took a bunch of acid, and we were in the barracks in our fucking little bunk area. And we're tripping, rolling fucking hard, listening to music. It's 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. We're just fucking blaring. And eventually, like, it, we were the only two white guys in that whole underground barrack bunker of, like, say, like, six rooms. They were the only white guys. Everybody else in there was black. Which is funny as fuck to me, because I'm like... Not to be that guy, but I'm like, I didn't think that there were a lot of black people in Germany. <laughs> I didn't think it was somewhere people go. So they're all in the fucking barracks, and at some point, like, there's a knock at the door, and then they panic. They're like, oh, fuck me. Like, twist mode, we're fucked. They know we're rolling, we're gonna get in trouble, whatever. They open the door. It's his black roommate that lives in, like, the room across. And it's so dark. He said all he could see was eyes and a smile. And he said he was rolling and it looked like Chester the cat. And it freaked him the fuck out. And he fell back and the roommate came in. And he was like, are you guys tripping in here? And, we, and they were like, whoa. And he was, because we are too. And they all, and all the fucking like eight black dudes came in just rolling on acid. And they were like, that's awesome. We're all rolling. And I was like, that's such a homey thing. It's like, hey, we're all there. <laughs> The realization when everybody is fucked up. Yeah. Eric Andre does a really good story about that where he's like, yeah, I met a TV executive, but I was really fucked up on PZP, or not PZP, Molly, and, but he was like also to a degree fucked up, so like we were just on our own different planes, and it shows like Eric Andre animated like shooting lasers out of his eyes and like feeling shit, and then it's like the other dude, and he's just like, you literally see like a haze around his head of drunkenness, like oh, yeah. that, that green like 
burp, hiccup, or of like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Yeah. I think I did a good job about making those sounds make sense. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, before we keep rambling, let's do a, our first break for music, because I said we were going to do it earlier, then I, we rabbit hold some more. We'll come back uh, in a minute and enjoy your first song. Yes, it's sir. probably going to be gangster rap first and then rock, but I've been known to switch it up. I guess you'll find out. No! I thought we were pulling up the, the Michael Jackson music video. <laughs> Please enjoy the next culture shock. I think it's fucking interstellar and by that i mean it just pushes boundaries and pushes thought capabilities just like every episode should or doesn't because we're fucking disappointing so please enjoy severe punishment by the wu-tang clan i despise your killing and raping you're despicable are you my judge it's just you should be punished i'm gonna chop off your arm so you're ready Yeah, 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 yeah. Check these hi-hats, thing things, moving through the rubbish. Hardy robust, rec room staff for you brothers. Time's ticking, erupt, misconduct, entering one fuck before the drum dry up. Damn, stab, jab, vocab, slow. Alphabet run, construction voice might blow. Tap dance, swelling, Hemingway, novel model. For a breather, dirty reefer, hydro bottle, cut down. Come with something that's round and profound. Blood brothers, people of colors, we get down, watch this fly. Force feed things being said. Non diagram, acid black, evil red leopards. My camp was angle, serious a man. My mic clapper, death wish. Everlasting clan, heavenly guard body. Know me as the cleaner, night champion. Old villain style seamer. Kiss a spider, cigar saga, wild father. Godfather, talk drama, fly swatters. This woo shit be hard to kill when full blown. Rhymes filtered through the net before words hit the chrome. Pro tools headed in tracks, that's rough. Plus a jam without a live MC isn't enough. So we attack this and grab all within reach. Throw the scrap back, the niggas perfect your own speech. Shit is copper. It ain't worth them white stands. Used by backup singers in Atlantic City bands. Niggas look on and get hooked on this mic line. Real in and shift through the pipeline. LPs delivered with style and potential. Niggas flowing smoothly in a sequential order. Revealing hidden tape. Reporters, stats, and side pockets of those who lack more. Twist the deck up, the niggas with math is backed up. Watch he act up. 52 block track, we slap up. Playground maneuver. Jet the Vancouver like this. Two Kaluas, one chick, she's German Luca. Get the shit on. Light a fresh pack, bust it open with the seal on. Done deal on this with the real on. Next, Rocky. Ring, call it the Decatur. Slang souffle, a whole decorator. Player, Mike, immigrants. Nine of us form resemblance. Something flashy. Guard dead arm is nasty. Peep the ornaments, enough to make shorty bop stare at me. Yo, he killed the guard. Might as well throw a chair Yo, MC's wonder, what's hip-hop thunder? Tell you the truth, but just one nation under Groove, getting down for the funk of it And fresh sand in the bitch Yo, when hell is paraphernalia A rule, remember my Mel by the fortune teller Try to tell ya About the coopy coopy Scoop up cream like wires And spread across the globe Like telephone wires 36 and sorted Shallin' imported Chambers been recorded You're fucking with the loot Time for royalty audit Fabulous establishment Metabolism Blackfoot Indian Cherokee started out Smaller than amphibian They grew to a physical body With five meridians As the prisoner swings Posting the millennium 2000 Wickedness is spread Amongst my citizens I got a muscle done Industrial to make a hustle and politics believe on Russell, but niggas are still Russell and Russell. 
Yes, I can see it in the trenches of the brain at night Going the mic to Arabian Heights as I recite this medley Niggas couldn't fuck with the deadly grounds I hold down Classical gangland style Shots hit the ceiling Panic and confusion echoes through the building Continuing the bill I stop for perfection Driven by the will to live Blocks I hold, shots I give While searches and rescue teams look for means of survival Or who's liable for this harrowing experience You scream for the extreme Fiend for the capital regimes of the Wu-Tang Academy To fuck up your anatomy with assault and battery song uh i don't even know what to say except can it all be so simple it is a six minute 53 because the intro is a little bit they're discussing drug dealing at the beginning of the song but and music is like a movie so if you're really into these then i think you'll appreciate it so i'll play the whole thing um kenny if you're still listening which i hope which i hope all of america is listening at this point (laughs) um i fucking love you and I hope, I, I hope you love the absolute fucking bangers that I'm putting into your show. Why? Because I love doing our fucking episode. And I love doing all the episodes I get to do with people. So if you're listening and you ever want to be on the show, fucking hit my line. If not, please enjoy your next song, bitch. Fuck, yo, we gotta get this fucking loop, baby. You gotta get this loop. Yo, back in the, yo, remember back in the days? When shit, everything was all smooth and calm. And shit was like, yo, man, what's up? Everybody's talking about the good old days, right? Yeah. Everybody, the good old days, the good yeah. old days. Good old days. Well, let's yeah. talk about the good old let's days. Talk about Yo, 
Started off on the island, 8K shallin', niggas wildin', gunshots thrown the phone dialin'. Back in the days, I'm eight now, making a tape now. Ray gotta get a plate now. Ignorant and mad young, wanted to be the one till I got blowed. Yeah, my pops was a fiend since 16, shootin' that. That's that shit in his bloodstream. That's the life of a grimy, real life grimy. And niggas know the habits behind me. Day one, yo, growing all up in the ghetto. Now I'm a weed fiend, jetting the palmetto. And Medina, yo, no doubt, the guard got crazy clout, pushing a big joint. From now south, so if you feel these stacked up, better watch your back and duck, cause these beans they got it cracked up. Now my man from up north, now he got the law, as solid as a rock and crazy saw. No jokes, I'm not playing, get his folks, Desert Eagle is dick and put him in the yoke. And the note for sure, I got wreck and rip shop, I pointed a cat at his mother's knife. Dedicated to the winners and the losers. Dedicated to all Jeeps and Land Cruisers. Dedicated to the fives, 850 eyes. Dedicated to niggas who do drive-bys. Dedicated to the Lexus and the Ags. Dedicated to MPV's fat. Nigga, yeah. Yo, kicking the fly cliches, doing duets with Ray and A. Happens to make my day. Don't tire of busting off shots, having a rock notch. Running up in spots and making shit hot. I'd rather flip shows instead of those hanging on my living room wall. My first joint and it went gold. I want a lamp, I want to be in the shade. Plus spotlight, getting my dick broke all night. I want to have me a fat yacht and enough land to go and plant my own cess crops. But for now, it's just a big dream. Because I find myself in a place where I'm last seen. My thoughts must be relaxed. Be able to maintain, cause times is changed and life is strange. The glorious days is gone and everybody's doing bad. Yo, mad lives is up for grass. Brothers passing away, I gotta make wakes. Receiving all types of calls from upstate. Yo, I can't cope with the pressure. Settling for lesser. The guard left lessons on my dresser. So I can bloom and blossom. Find a new way. Continue to make more hits of rain and eight. Sunshine plays a major part in the daytime. the mankind, ghost face, carry a black nine. Nigga. Word up. This. I'm gonna start from the top. Inspect the deck. He's like, he's like that dude that'll sit back and watch you uh -huh. play yourself and all that, right? Uh -huh. 
and see you sit there and know you lying, and he'll take you to court after that because he the inspector. That's why he the, and and also he the rebel lying that. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and Shalar Raekwon, he the chef. He cooking up some marvelous shit to get your <laughs> mouth watering on some okay. old shit. Okay. Then then it's then it's the method, man. It's like mad different methods to the way I do my shit. Mm -hmm. You got smoke a bean in here. I'm telling you, my <laughs> basically method, man, is like roll that shit, light that shit, smoke okay. it. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And, and, and then baby you, he he a psychopathic. He a psychopathic psychopathic thinker uh -huh. and, and then we got then we got the old dirty bastard because uh -huh. they ain't no father to a step that's why he the old dirty bastard <laughs> ghost face killer you know what i'm saying he on some now you see me now, now you, you don't uh -huh. you know what i'm saying and and the rizza he the sharpest motherfucker in the whole clan he always on point uh -huh. he's a sharp uh -huh. with the beats with the rhymes whatever any dj and the jizza the genius is just the genius he He's the backbone so of the whole He the head. Let's put it that way. We we form like Voltron and it just happened to be the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So what's like, I mean, what's your like ultimate goal, I guess, in, in this in this Can I say this one? Domination, baby. Right oh, now, right. right now, we still we still feel like we ain't get what we want yet. When we get when we get when we get a little press, when we really, uh -huh. really get to where we gotta go, mm -hmm. that's when you know it's on. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Cause right about now, I ain't bragging or nothing. But yo, the woo, the woo got something that I know that everybody wanna hear. Cause I know yeah. I've been waiting to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But straight up and now, until we get the goal, we gonna keep going. Yeah. Cause we trying to do all this. We trying to make a business out of this, man. We ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying, affiliate ourselves with them fake ass A and R's and all that. Uh, we trying to make our own <laughs> shit. So that when our children work. So that when our children get old, our seeds or whatever, they got something for themselves right so, yeah. We ain't, yeah. we ain't trying to hop in and hop out like quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. We, we out for the gusto, here. man, and we gonna keep it raw, you know what I'm saying? Man, I hate commercials. Don't even say the C word to me. Where'd that loser Brighton at? No and B? He probably out there boxing birds and shiz. Let's get back to it before anyone tunes out. <sighs> you think anybody's still listening to this crap? You tripping, big dog. Suck it, cock. Uh, we're right back. Um, cause the reason I'm gonna throw you right back into it mid-sentence is because it's funny you bring up that Wu-Tang album because I have to pick a walkout song to one of my shows in June. Which I say it's my show. It's like I'm 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 blessed to be on a show for like nine minutes, um, and I have to pick a walkout song. And I think I'm gonna pick a Wu Tang Clan song. And I don't know if I'm gonna pick. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be the mystery of chess boxing, because it comes in with the sword fight where it's like mm -hmm. a sword fight. It's like a game of chess. You must think first before you move. Your style is mentally strong. And it keeps going. Like, I can keep going. But then it actually starts the rap. And that's when I walk in on stage. Because I let the first intro play. Because I think it's just weird. Because weird stuff should introduce me. And then the the as soon as the first verse comes on, that's when I come on. And it's like... Do, 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 do. Raw, I'ma give it to you. We're no trivia. We like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My hip hop will rock and shock the nation like the Emancipation Proclamation. We MCs. I mean, and like I, I could keep going, but I don't know how long I'll go. But like, I'm gonna go out and spit the lyrics to the fucking, and I'll do the exact voice that they're doing because I, I think it's a little too deep there. But I think it's funny to do for the show when I tell the story first, like. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, like you know, what I mean that fucking gritty ass tune in your throat. Um, what do you think your walkout song would be if you had to like perform or do something? Uh, what would you want to introduce <clears throat> you? Because there's been some crazy answers from people. Mike Tyson's solo show on Broadway, he comes out to one note. Isn't that crazy? No. Um, the one note, never, nothing else. 
Do you think a monster's about to get in the room? Uh, I think mines either have to be uh different different by two chains. Different? Okay. So you're more of a uh, well, do you I guess I can't assume, but like you sound a little bit more keen to modern day rap versus like nineties hip hop. Yeah. I, I I would say so. But you okay. know, I like to I I pay homage to, to the OGs of the hip hop game. Well yeah, for sure. You Such you recognize you recognize the Biggie album my Wu Tang and the fucking big like Tupac poster, so like obviously you know what the fuck's going on and like mm-hmm. enjoy the enjoy the craft. Craft even even in like the early two thousands with with Lil Wayne, Pimp C, Fifty Cent. Who's your favorite rapper? That's a tough one. That's a tough question. Mine's I Method w- Man. I would definitely say. I would definitely say. Um. M-E-T-H-O-D I would definitely. Honestly, like, I want to say Pop, but like. Okay. It's hard picking somebody that's dead. Yeah, that's what I said. It's hard picking someone that's dead. I honestly, I'd choose Little Wayne. Pac has a lot more albums than Biggie. Uh huh. Let it be noted. Oh, he has a shit ton of more albums. Biggie's dick smashes music for the. But then also, like Biggie's also been on a lot of other stuff, and somebody took the time to compile all of that into an album, mm-hmm. and it was like all the stuff Biggie was on. So like, you hear a lot more of them now. If anything, just because you've, you're finding more shit that he ended up like collaborating on, or, like mm-hmm. fucking with some dudes, and they finally release or what the fuck? Yeah, there was a there was a bit there was a Biggie remix to this to this Drake and Jay Z song. I think actually just the other day, Snoop Dogg did a remix with over a Tupac verse with somebody. I don't remember who, but like he did it like over Tupac <clears throat> lyrics with a beat from Tupac I think like from one of the songs which is like cause like he fucked with Tupac a lot like they were on the same I mean dude they were on the same cover of Lifetime Magazine and it was or was it Lifetime Magazine I think so and it was Death Row Records and it was the fucking like yeah it was Suge Knight Knight. it was Tupac on the left it was Snoop on the right and it was Dre in the center that's a fucking you talk, you talk about that's an image. You talk about hip hop heavyweights, bro. Yeah. Do you think Suge Sn- Knight killed Eazy? Oh, 100 percent. Do you really think so, bro? He was a corrupt ass nigga, bro. He was gonna get his way somehow, and at some point of their easy, whether it was Eazy or Pot, at some point in their career, they they wanted to dissociate from him just because. And you, you think know that's the, bat, the the death row name and the Suge Knight name brought a lot of negative connotation. You know what I'm saying? It the, did, but it, it also it, it like brought, helped br- you start. And that's the thing. And like, it's it's a great starting thing. But then like when people are like, I'm ready to do my own thing. That's yeah. not. Well, the, the, they want to keep you on the yeah, that's not what he wants to happen. Yeah, they're like you're, you know, we helped start you. You're not gonna fucking leave this. Especially if you, yeah. What what's the thing with Easy E is that he got. Someone, someone like, should hit him with, like, a needle that had, like, someone's blood that had HIV. See, people say that, but here's what I realistically think happened. I think Suge Knight found a, like, dirty-ass AIDS whore and cleaned her up and sent her to one of the concerts and was like, I'm gonna give you a shit ton of money, doll you up, you're gonna seduce easy and you're gonna fuck him and you're gonna give him AIDS and not tell him you have AIDS cause that's how you could kill him that's some subtle 
manipulative fucking backdoor shit. But like, if you're if you're a gangster, what what is not at your disposal? You feel me? Well, I I know if it was me. First off, I'm not hitting it raw. You can't contract HIV. But he always did, and that's the thing. And that didn't help for other girls, probably. And it could have just been a thing that he got because he was being dumb. But like. Yeah. Like, as long as you wear a condom, you'll be fine. But, like, I can't believe there was an era... I mean, I can't believe there's an era of people that are still, like, I can't believe you wear condoms. Like, what do you mean I can't believe you wear condoms? Do you not wear condoms? No. And it's like, what do you mean you don't wear condoms? Like, I don't get that when people say that. I'm like, I don't even understand how your mind... Bro, like, that's what I'm saying. Bro, shit is scary out here, bro. Like, I don't like the argument when people are like, it don't feel natural. And I'm like, shut the fuck up early. From yeah, your balls, yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about to say yep, your balls ain't going to feel natural fucking around. I remember... They're going to be hella itchy. Do you remember your first condom? Putting on your first condom? Because it was kind of hard. Like, it was a little bit difficult. I think it's because there's no, like... You, you get a kind of training manual in school. But then when, you know, moment comes down to it, you gotta fucking strip up or strap out. So, like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. So, I remember before my first conolingus, I was like, hey. I was just like, it's, it's just... <laughs> it's not live. I'm, I'm, like, geeking. <laughs> we're just drunk. Yeah, we're pretty drunk right now, dog. <laughs> I'm fucked up. He said I'm fucked up. Um, the reason I bring it up is because I remember when I was, like, in high school, I was like, well, I don't want to go through that, like episode of you're in person and you're like because you don't know if she's gonna do it because usually they don't although some girls ask like can i put it on you and it's like well that's a different answer no i don't i don't think i don't think i've ever had a girl put it on me i'll put it on myself me in there yeah um so i'm sitting there and i'm like well here's what i'll do i'll get some condoms and then i'll practice i'll try to put one on just like by myself and see if I can do it because there's a chance you can fuck it up so I remember like I didn't know what to do and here's me only like looking at porn for references and nobody's wearing condoms so I'm like alright so I guess I'll just fucking put it down my shaft and then I just kept going and I tried to like stuff my balls in it what the fuck? Because <laughs> I was like, I thought it would be funny. Or I didn't know if that was the actual procedure. Because like, well, it's pretty big and it's stretchy. So like, it probably will fit. And it did. It hurt a little bit. But then I was like, I don't think this is right. I had to look it up. I was like, how do condom? And it's like, no balls. And it's like, ah, that makes sense. And it's like a, a, a rubber fucking belt that you have on. I'm <laughs> uh, <yeah. clears throat> just cheesing. Um, what's your you, favorite subtopic to, like, rabbit hole down when you're drunk? You said rabbit hole down? Yeah, like, what's your favorite space or... Like, I like talking you know, about... I'll say space, like, when I'm fucked up or anything. Talk yeah. about, I like talking about sports. Okay, what's your favorite sport? Uh, that'd be basketball. Oh, shit, I don't really think about Basketball. <laughs> and I guess the only answer well, you could have said was I'm, golf or maybe baseball, and I could have been like, okay, yeah, I kind of have some lingo. I'm a football, big football guy, too. You big, did you play a lot of sports when you were growing up? Uh, I played a lot of basketball. Was that your favorite yeah. sport, to, like, play? I played baseball a little bit. I didn't really like baseball, and I really liked basketball, so. Yeah. Were you a post? Yeah. You look like a post player. <laughs> I don't mean that that is an Oh, insult. no, I mean, I... I mean, I was like, I was skinnier back in high school, and 
He's just I like, played in the pile. fuck you, you just got it right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what's the, um, what's something, let me ask you this, as like a bigger black dude, what's something that like a girl has said in a bar that she meant as a compliment but you definitely could have like taken offense to? Because I'm sure you've heard a good. Uh, I was, I don't know, bro. Like, I, for instance, have you had any white, dumb, drunk bitches come up and be like, oh my god, I love your big-ass belly. I could, like, believe in it. And, like, while she no. means it in a good way, you're like, huh. No, they, <laughs> Not that you're no, big, no, you know no, what I mean? When I'm fucked up, when I'm fucked up, bitches love when I be dancing. It was... What's what's better seeing a big nigga dance? Like that shit's hilarious. That was funny. Have you ever gotten the like I've never fucked a black guy before? Oh god, do you hate that? Or do you love that? It's fine low, to love low, it. Low key, I fuck with it. <laughs> you like hearing it? You're like, yes, me. I'm the fucking first black guy you're gonna fuck. <laughs> and then it you doesn't happen. And you're like, but it was a nice thought. Yeah, it's my Switch controller. I play a lot of Pokemon, and, like, I don't really try to play a lot of Smash, but my roommate's allowed to play Smash. Do you have a Switch? Oh, no, I have a PS4. I have a PS4, too, but I haven't. Dude, it's literally, like, right there beside my fucking GameCube. I haven't played it in, like, fucking a minute. Because I only, I, I don't get the membership. Because I just play so much stuff on my computer now. Mm-hmm. that like, I really just use it to play discs of, like, specific games that I really like, like God of War or, like... Yeah. Dude, God of War is literally a masterpiece. And I'll literally just sometimes, like, play it just to look at it. You play GTA V? A little bit. I played it, and I had it on PlayStation. It was kind of hard, because I don't really like a third-person shooter in controller form. Uh Uh-huh. Even though I played Uncharted. I guess it just... The UI is different, and I think that matters between games, like, how the game handles. But I won't geekily nerdy jump into that topic but i don't hate it but then got it for i think i still have it for steam and my pc so like uh you know it's it's me and my friends we just get we we get on it when we're fucked up and just play just go around and do fuck shit right i like the open worldness of it yeah like the the open world it's just so much it's just so much stupid shit could happen there. It's so Did you ever funny. play Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, I played Red Dead. Red Dead was was good. Did you too. like the aspect of a multiplayer Western game? I think that's different. Like it was different. Did it ruin it? No, not no. at all. That's what made it stand out. I mean, everyone was by the at that point before Red Dead came out was already used to the way like like the Sims and GTA. Is Sims multiplayer? Yeah, it's multiplayer. It's online. Huh. Well, I guess you can visit Sims. I didn't know you could play, like, in real time on Sims. Not that it's gotta be that. She uh, plays Sims all the fucking time. I like World of, like, Warcraft. Or... <sighs> I used to play World of Warcraft when I was in middle school before I could, like... <laughs> this sounds bad. When I was in, like, elementary school to middle school, so, like, a little bit more younger, so it's actually reasonable. I couldn't really read, so, like, <laughs> I remember, like, playing World of Warcraft and totally, like... Getting all the abilities, doing all the shit, and, like, doing quests somehow. But, like, I couldn't read. So, like, when players would type to me, I would just, I would just fucking, like, uh, be the worst. Like, I would just be this guy that had, like, all the wrong gear, but, like, I was still having a good time. I was always, what, were, what was your favorite race in World of Warcraft? Or do you watch it? Or did you say you played it? No, I was just listing, like, an example, like, 
Damn, I rabbit holed. <laughs> you gotta let. See, that's a lot of this show is me spiraling down bullshit rants of like, you said yeah. that, and it's like, trigger word for story. <laughs> <laughs> I get that way. I get that way about sports, too. I, um, I have a good. I don't really have a great sports story, but I have like some good baseball and sports stories because I really played baseball for years, but I didn't really play basketball because I stopped playing when I went in high school. But when I was playing baseball, I remember there was this one kid, Tanner Maples, which actually just recently he came out as gay, and I was like, that's fucking crazy because I'm fucking proud as shit that you had the... Dude, he, like where we grew up and who he is, especially as a player and like as a man... Never would have thought he was gay. So, like, to hear that, we were like, that's fucking banana bonkers. But all power to him, in my opinion. What are you doing? Oh, I gotta fix your chair, dog. You're gonna fix my chair? Yeah, the screw was well, I... <laughs> loose. You know, I'm a big nigga, so I gotta... Can you actually get it with your hands? Yeah. Amazing. Um, But no, so uh, one day we're at practice, and Tanner was, at the time, this really silent individual. Didn't talk ever, really, to anybody. But he could play baseball, like, better than anyone. He's probably mm-hmm. the best on the team. I should not. Yeah, I think this chair's a goner. <laughs> this chair's a goner. I love that. I'm not trying to bust through. <laughs> no, it's it rattles. Like, you, that's not from you, I promise. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I just didn't want it to... I just didn't want it to snap on my watch. No, it's not going to snap on your watch. It's taking its fur toll of people. Um, but... So, we're playing... I don't even know what team on this little baseball team, me and Tanner and a few other individuals I know. And where, up to bat, Tanner is, like, the batter, of course. And he fucking hits the ball to, like, the left field. And he runs into first base. But they they field it a little faster than we thought. And he's mm-hmm. a pretty fast dude for his size. But he wasn't getting there. So, dude, he just fucking slid into first. Like, I don't even know what possesses someone to be, like... I could slide. I mean, it's like first base is the only base you really don't ever slide into because there's no fucking point. You know what I mean? It's the only base that you will always be out, so it doesn't matter if you slide into it. Dude, he fucking slid into this kid and dislocated his hip right then and there. What? They had to call the ambulance, and we had to pause the game for a while. We're It's so bad because like, the referee yelled at our team. Because, like, we didn't meet... Because, obviously, the kid's in pain. You played baseball in high school? Not high school. It was more middle school. But it was, like, after middle school, it was, like, not for my school, but it was, like, of select teams. So it was, like, that kind of shit. Um, So we're all in the dugout, and this kid is, like, in pain. Obviously, somebody's mom is upset somewhere, probably. And our team's just being assholes because we're not making fun of the kid. We're making fun of Tanner who dislocated his hip because he's on first base and he's silent. So he can't, like, he doesn't talk ever. So he's definitely not going to yell across there. So he's just taking it, not rebuttaling. And we're just like, damn, Tanner, your fat ass fucking broke his hip. What you going to do when you fuck? You going to break hers too? Like, we're just being assholes to him and just like, I mean, really just for kids, letting them have it for some reason. And eventually the ref comes over and he's just like, hey, you just shut the fuck up. And we're like, whoa, he just gave us the fuck up. Because that's like a different from an adult you don't know. Usually an adult you don't know will be like, can you please be quiet or please shut up. Not, hey, point, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's always some people you, it's always some people you least expected to. 
Yeah. It's always that the, you wouldn't expect the cast. Like, it's, it's always like the mom. Well, but then now in today's age, I expect the mom to be the person to be like, hey, fuck you. Because <laughs> that's in my mind who should speak up because that's usually like the more, if anything, person that's more likely to speak up and not get their ass kicked because mm-hmm. who's going to beat the shit out of a mom? I mean, really, you're going to be on the front news for kicking the fuck out of Carol and, and Kmart? No. Come no. on. Are Kmart still open? No, I don't think so. I, don't I think, think they so, closed. Though. I guess it was just a Walmart. But I I remember when they used to have, well, I used to live the Little Caesars and fucking little Caesars inside of Kmart. And that like, shit was tough. Yeah, because you'd be like, I guess I'll just fucking go look at shirts and then come get some pizza. And that right. was my day. And that was like, what a weird day. It was such a weird day, dog. I remember when they closed. That and the freezies. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they closed, they were like selling everything crazily low. Yeah, because. And it just kept getting smaller and yeah, smaller. And eventually shit. it was just like, the whole building was like empty. And it was like a few rows of shit that was just the center of the store. And it was just like, at some point my mom was just like, let's just go fucking see what's left because that would be funny. And I'm like, okay. And we just go, we just see, like, old women just, like, with little-ass shopping carts and, like, just, like, random-ass cans of beans and fucking just random-ass trinkets and makeup and shit. And it's like, what the fuck is this shit? I, I thought I was gonna come and find, like, maybe Kmart secretly had sex toys and they still haven't sold them this day. But then if I would've sold them there, I'd be like, Mom, I'm buying this big-ass dildo. Why? Because it's fucking hilarious. I'd buy a big-ass dildo just because I think they're funny. I think it'd be a funny prop to have, like, in comedy. Just a big-ass cock. (laughs) Always at disposal in a backpack. Do you think you'd have, like, a signature prop if you were a comedian? Definitely alcohol. You'd be a liquor man. You'd have, like, maybe some liquor on stage with you. A liquor. A bottle. I'll probably get, like, a bottle of Ciroc. That'd be a fun act to see somebody be totally sober. It's a long set. Yeah, I I, I I won't drink it at all. I'll just... It's this just there. Not, it's just there. I was hoping you were yeah. going to take the totally different route. Be like, okay, somebody starts totally sober. It's like a three-hour, four-hour set, depending on how long they last. Oh, I get, oh, they I just keep it drinking it. Oh, I and pass then, it off in the audience. Yeah, you pass it around, but you just keep getting drunk to the point to where the set ends when you fall over and pass out. <laughs> and then like, all right, come take pics. And the bodyguard's standing around like you can't do anything bad. But like, they're just taking... That'd be the best photos to be like... Yo, we were on the the fucking Brighton Jones tour, and look at us with the artist, and all the photos are just me, pass out drunk. There's not one photo of me, like, sober. That'd be funny as fuck. Oh, that'd be funny as fuck. I'm gonna have to think about that more now. That'd be a good prop bottle, though. Just, like, get people hyped. Be like, here, have some liquor. What would be your liquor? What would be your, like, thing that you think everybody... Well, because it would have to be something... Everybody likes. Either everybody likes or everybody don't likes. Because if you're giving it to everybody, no one's going to say no. So if it's something everybody likes, they're all knowing it's terrible the whole time going through that together. I would say and like, Fireball. Huh, is Fireball a good thing or a bad thing to you? I don't, I don't really like Fireball. I don't know why. So does Abby. But she also says that every time she smells it now, it gives her like Vietnam flashbacks of barfing and Florida. Oh, bro. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> what, um, bro, this is me in Fort Lauderdale. I finished, I finished a handle of Fireball. Oh my god, look at you. That's a big ass bottle of fireball. I, 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 when I turn around and die, I love the caption of the fucking turn around and die. (laughs) I love that you're just fucking trying to survive on the fucking floor. Bro, the beach was fucking crazy. What was your favorite thing on the trip that you just got back from? 
Just, I mean, just being around my friends. I mean, yeah, but like, I'm a moment guy. Did you have a favorite moment? Like, maybe a sentence with a favorite, homeless guy. Or maybe, favorite, like, a moment with a girl on a beach. Or, like, a cool a moment, sunset beer. Or like I think a, the moment I would I would definitely describe was the the first night when everybody... Because it was... Because it was, like, a, we, we, went, we all went as a big-ass, like, right state, like, group. Right. So it was just, like, my room... It was all my roommates, and then... One of my neighbors, a girl that lives right across, mm-hmm. and my my roommate, his sister, both his sisters are on the soccer team at Wright State. Okay. So, so you knew them going? Yeah, then? I knew all those girls. Okay. So we all know each other because we all party and get fucked up together. Right. And then, and then the men's team and volleyball, we were all there. Like, it was just, it was just a, it was a, Basically, we were all with the athletes the whole time. It was just a big ass group of athletes that you knew. But in we were a place all, but we were all cool because yeah, because we all we all party with each other. So like, okay, so there's no like so it's no like there's nothing awkward. It's like everyone knows each other. We all know how we vibe. We're gonna do the one thing we all we all are down here for is to get fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah, like. There was not a sober body in there, bro. We would show. We would. We would go to the girls, the girls' hotel, just because it was right across from ours. Mm-hmm. Like literally, a like a rock throw, rock throw away. Yeah. Go because they had a pool. We had pregame out there at the pool, That's chilling. Nice. And then we'd go to the beach, bring our liquor with us, <laughs> chilling, listening to music, playing games, taking pictures, getting <laughs> fucked up, drunk as hell. Oh my like, god! Shit, the shit was hilarious. You can only imagine like bro. a family there on and vacation. And then we would all go out, and then we would all go out that night to the bars. And Did you see any crazy? See any stupid white girls flash you on a fucking car ride drunkenly? And then no, but this girl's ass is fat. <laughs> it's a picture of you trying to fucking eat her ass. That's funny as fuck. Uh-huh. Um, I was gripping that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Me and Abby, when we went to Florida to see her parents because she grew up in Florida um we were like wouldn't it be funny to go to a sex store like a toy store like an Adam and Eve but like in person mm-hmm. and they had one so we were like alright dude we get in there there is so much shit because there were two beside each other isn't that funny yeah we went in both both were crazy but like I remember on the one we came in and like by the register there was a glass or plastic just see through box that you could, like, see what was inside but not touch, except for, like, a hole this big, like, on the front. Mm -hmm. And it was literally a silicon, like, right here on the legs, torso, up to, like, belly button. And it was just a fucking pussy and butthole. Like, it was a fucking silicone fuck Mm, toy. That was wild. And I was like, whoa. And Abby was like... Look at this TikTok on that. Let me see. I saw you post that to your story the other day, and I was like, oh my god. Um, I fucking, I fucking asked Abby, I was like, what does it feel like? Because she, she stuck her fingers right inside of the fucking vagina, like, boop, and I'm like, god damn it, Abby. And she's like, oh, it's soft. And I, and my dumbass moment, I didn't even think about it, I, out loud, I was like, wow, it's weird that you just let people shove your dick in it, the cat here. And the woman with cat hair was like, oh, hold on, no, 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 don't put your dick in it again. And it was like, again, has this happened before? So I'm not the only person to think that, like, 
do you have a fucking box of an, a torso ass in display and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking... There's a hole right there. I don't know. It was just a funny moment because I obviously wasn't gonna shove my dick in it but it was just the funny that she was like, not yeah. again. Like somebody yeah. else had walked in and been like, wow, they just let us... Oh, okay. Zip. Thrust. Because maybe, I mean, maybe people are just wild that like... Because they had one room that was just all... Like the whole wall was just vibrators and like pocket pussies and like Mm-hmm. lube and like just everything that would go together like that and ass plugs galore and fucking there was a center table because everything was on the walls but there was like one little table in the center and it had a little bit of all the lubes in smaller bottles that you could like demo on your hands and I can only imagine because there were other toys there too like that were there and I was like uh you don't think anybody's like use these right like gone back to the center table and been like well if they had that display torso out in the front they've got this handy lube and what seemed to be open to the public toys and display might as well try this bad boy out just fucking a toy or like a chick starts ramming herself with a fucking vibrator and they're like ma'am ma'am no that's the display model please (laughs) that's the only place that that would happen because like at a car lot, you're obviously not going to get in the car and try to drive around. Like, they're going to be like, what the fuck, dude? But, like, uh, okay, even uh, at a farmer's market, you're not just going to go around, take all the food, and, like, bite shit and just put it back. Like, but I can see, like, a sex store being, like, the only place. Say, like, a porn star walks in. They're going to be like, do whatever you want with anything you want. Right. It's the only industry that's going to fidget on that based on, I think, well, I guess... Other industries are like that. I guess if Gordon Ramsay came through a fucking Pizza Hut, they might just let him fucking take over for a day. They'd be like, you can have the store forever. And they're like, he's like, all right, love, only need it for a day. You fucking, uh, Charleston. And it's like, whoa, oh, oh. Call me mean words again. And it's just like housewives getting off the fucking Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I think that's secretly what housewives are super into. It's just somebody that's mean and fucking dominates, tricks fucking style, fucking... Willing to tell them point blank to their face, you're fucking terrible. Because <laughs> everybody likes to be beat down. It just depends when. <laughs> how long, um, how long do I have you for again? Uh, till about, I got class at 12. Okay, when do you need to leave here? Because um, I don't want to keep you too long. I'll, I'll rant rabbit forever. Uh, okay, I could... Probably should leave right now, probably. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to leave? Good. We've probably hit the time mark. That's why I'm like, you're totally fine. Um, before we go, this is again, th- I mean, literally this is the show. That's why I'm like, I, I told Phil, I was like, you and Phil should have done your episode together because that could have also been funny. But um, this has been the Disappointment Radio Show. I'm DJ Disappointment. In chair one has been... Big Kenny, the biggest. The biggest. And we will catch you with the last Culture Shock and we will see you next time yes sir (laughs) please enjoy this next culture song um i don't know how to say this other than i love you kenny but i'm putting this song especially dedicated to you because i think you and me could be p-i-m-p that's pimp so please enjoy pimp by 50 cent motherfuckers Get a dollar out of me. 
No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see. And I'm a motherfucking beast. Now shawty, she in the club, she dancing for dollars. She got a thing for that Gucci, that Fendi, that Prada. That BCBG, Bulberry, Dulce, and Cabana. She feed them fools fantasies, they pay her cause they want her. I spit a little G-Man and my gang got her. I will later had her ass up in the Ramada. Them trick niggas in the air saying they think about her. I got the bitch by the bar trying to get a drink about her. She like my style, she like my smile, she like the way I talk. She from the country, then she like me cause I'm from New York. I ain't that nigga trying to holler cause I'm I'm that nigga tryna holler cause I want some bread I could care less how she perform when she in the bed Bitches that try to catch a date and come and pay the kid Look baby, this is simple, you can't see You fucking with me, you fucking with a P-I-M-P I don't know what you heard about me But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P-I-M-P I don't know what you heard about me But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I'm about my money, you see Girl, you can holler at me If you fucking with me I'm on P.I.M.P. Now what you see on TV No Cadillac, no greasy Head full of hair, bitch, I'm a P.I.M.P. Come get money with me If you're curious to see How it feels to be With a P.I.M.P. Rolling the beers with me You can watch the TV From the backseat of my V I'm a P.I.M.P. Girl, we could pop some champagne and we could have a ball. We could toast to the good like we could have it all. We could really spurge, girl, and tap them all. If ever you need someone, I'm the one you should call. I'll be there to pick you up if ever you should fall. If you got problems, I can solve them. They bigger than small. That other nigga you be with ain't about shit. I'm your friend, your father, and confidant, bitch. I don't know what you heard about me. But if this can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I told you fools before I stick with the tools, I keep a bend, some rims, and some jewels. I holler at a hoe, till I got a bitch confused. She got on payless, me, I got on baby shoes. I'm shopping for the chillers, and it's something cheaper. Man, it's so you can have her, when I'm done, I ain't gon' keep her. Man, bitches come and go, hey, nigga, pimpin' no. This ain't a secret, you ain't gotta keep it on the low. Bitch, shoes on me, I hear you strippin' in the street. Put my other hoes down, you get your ass beat. Now nick my bottom bitch, she always comin' with my bread. The last nigga, she was whipping stitches in her head. Get your hoe out of pocket, I put a charge on the bitch. Cause I need four TVs and AMGs for the six. Ho, make a pit rich. I ain't paying, bitch. Catch a date, suck a dick, shit. Trick. I don't know what you heard about me. Yeah. But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me. Woo. No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see. Uh-huh. Then I'm a motherfucking P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me.
Oh my god, that was a fucking masterpiece. Listen, I'm in a fucking good mood. I'm in a little rap mood. So I'll spit you with a little verse before I introduce this last song. I think it fits, per fits perfectly. Jesus, Murphy, talk, Brighton. Um, <laughs> so please enjoy this little verse as I introduce you to your last song, which I think you and uh, the rest of the world will love. Um, uh, for reasons I at least hope someone out there understands is that if you listen to the very end of these shows, I'll put you on a motherfucking game. So listen, fuck her in the pussy till her tummy is... Oh, I'm going to try again. Listen, if we got it right the first time, we've been disappointing. <laughs> fuck her in the pussy till her tummy is queasy. Fill up with cum because you know I'm sleazy. Dip out the door like I made the breezies. Hanging with Snoop, smoking blunts with Yeezy. Please enjoy the last culture shock. I have no other rhymes. I don't know why I kept going. I'm going to put you on the game. By the game. Produced by Timbo, game over. Nah, the NWA chain choking, burner rubber inside the Range Rover, chain smoking. Purple haze, this ain't another one of those. This the rebirth for Dre, the rebirth for LA, the rebirth for hip hop. Another memorial for Machiavelli and Big Pop. Hold up, Tim, stop. I said this another memorial for Machiavelli and Big Pop. Young homie got shit locked, public enemy number one, flavor flame with a wristwatch. All black G units, all black Impala. I'm a skin so we wouldn't the six fold. 50 cent, no, I'm confident, most wanted when I'm riding with Timbo. I'm moving in the neighborhood, I ain't passing through I would've been here after 
the snoop, but I slow down and show Timberland how to iron a cactus So if you got a big back, let me pay that. Show me where your friends at, you can flip that. Let me put you on the game. Let me put you on the game. I show you where the blood's at, where the grips at. Show me where they flip crack, where they bitch at. Let me put you on the game.